0: gentlemen 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 welcome welcome cannot thank you enough both of you for being here Uh, like i said no names you know what i mean we can tell our stories our lives but at the same time let's you know Mm -hmm. do our thing so big
1: bro let's get to it man i've known you shit uh 42 so let's go back to high school years yeah
0: high school years uh you taught me a lot you know bench pressing and you know you you know protected the you know you ran the old line you know i was a little little homie i was a little little homie then you know Yeah, yeah but yeah welcome man and uh bro man i cannot thank you enough because your dad is one of my favorite people on this planet and you know Rest in peace, you know, good dude. Love your father, he taught me so much. Conversations were so amazing. And I'm grateful to have witnessed and experienced him. You know? Respect. Respect, man, on every single level, man. And I don't wanna shed a tear right now, I don't. But you know, I, I love your dad and I love you as a friend, man. So I'm glad Thank we have bro. this moment. Yep. Um, Sir, did you have your your dad in your life?
1: Yeah, my I don't mom, know you like that. Yeah, my pops was there. Uh, I was born and raised with you a know, two-parent household. Really? Pops was a provider, you know, went to work. Okay. Uh, Sometimes two jobs, you okay. know. On the ground. Uh, had an older brother, like 10 years older, so they was big on, uh, you know, raising the boys right, showing them what they got to do. Yeah. And... um yeah, I was there whole time, never, okay. uh, never a delay.
0: Okay, fair indeed. Okay, so this is an interesting conversation because I have so many different dynamics about this podcast. You know, um, when I when I found out about starting a podcast, someone said like, start a podcast based on something that's really like not just. Personal to you in a way? Yes, very personal to you in a way. And mm-hmm. the most important thing to me was being a father. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The first time I heard God speak was when I went to pick her up for the first time, the day she was born. Mm-hmm. I picked her up. And when I went to reach for her, God said, raise your child the way you wish
1: it would have been raised. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So you know there's something that you I- wish maybe would have been there... Cause, nice. Cause I knew what
0: I missed. Yeah. I knew I knew where I was empty. I knew where I was hurt. Yeah. You know. I knew what I needed, not what I wanted. So, it bugged me out. Like, damn. Okay. I got this. All right. I'm gonna go get it. I'm, I'm gonna take care of her on on a whole nother level. You know. And I'm not raising because I wanted a boy. You know what I mean? I was I was afraid to have a girl. Like, you know, <laughs> you scared to have a girl as a man. Like, yeah. oh, oh shit. Yeah. Like, oh my god, I'm yeah. about to have a girl. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: Like, oh my god.
1: Well, you she, know what girls went through and we were going on. Yeah. Yes, I do. Know
0: but 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 I also had friends, man, that had been molested and they would tell me stories like I wasn't savage like that. You know what I mean? But I knew dudes that were savage like that. Yeah. You know? And I'm like, damn, oh, what? Like, what are you doing out here? Yeah, that's it. It ain't that serious, like man. <laughs> why would you hurt someone like that? that that's yeah. not capable of defending themselves like that. You know? Yeah. It just used to blow my mind, bro. Like, what, what are you doing? So it used to really, you know, trip me out, man. So then when I'm talking to girls, you know, and, and I witnessed some, you know, some things with my mom and my uh my mom and my dad, you know, that really hurt me. Yeah. You know, like.
1: Pops, come on, man. Yeah. Like, don't think, do no woman like that, especially not my mama. Yeah, I think we all kind of seen some stuff we probably didn't like at uh, times, right? But you're you know, a child. Like, what can you do? Yeah. And How can you defend, right? Because you're
0: a kid. You just, right? So it used to, you know, like as a child growing up, I'm like tripping out on every end of the spectrum. Like, come on, man, come on. You know, let's fix this. Let's not do this. So I'm talking to girls. And they are really telling me, like, their whole story. And I'm like, yo, fast forward, long story long. All I thought was I never want my daughter to have to experience anything like these girls have had had to experience. Like, come on, man. Like, I don't want my daughter to have to tell somebody
1: that she got it taken. Yeah. Or she got it, you know. Yeah. It affects them. I remember dating two Oh, shit, yeah. I dated, like, two females who uh, like, told it's me It's hard for them to get it together. And they carry that with them. Yeah. The oh, man, they can the rest their life. It, you know.
0: Man, they have flashbacks. They have, it's you triggers. You know, triggers. Yeah, yeah, they have flashbacks. They got a lot of situations where they can't fix, you know, or they blame themselves sometimes. And I listen to them. I'm like, no, baby, you didn't do this to yourself. This person did this to you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, either they manipulated... Man, excuse my language. Um, manipulated you. Yeah. Or they took it. Either way was wrong. Yeah. And how do you fix yourself?
1: And you over here blaming yourself for it? Yeah. And then they got to go out here to society with dudes who are savage anyway. And savage they not anyway, looking, right. They're not, look, they not looking to, like, heal that female, that mm-hmm. woman on a level to say you know i'm gonna try to fix what was broken in you right so right. now you're just going out here to the wolves. right, right. you just gotta see just do, to the wolves bro hopefully to the you wolves. get the nicest wolf that you come in contact
0: with right and and sometimes you're seeking wolves yeah. or yeah. even tigers or lions yeah. or bears
1: yeah
0: right i witnessed that like these girls, some of these like some I was watching a uh, a podcast the other day, and some women actually go after men in prison, yeah,
1: yeah,
0: like that's what you want, yeah, like this man killed a woman, and you want a man in prison for killing a woman, knowing that you've been through this situation, yes. yeah, didn't, didn't yeah no. prison
1: just like. The dudes on the street, well, whatever the dudes it is, guys, yeah. Dudes on the street, whatever it is. The dudes who are, who can protect them the least, mm-hmm. uh, not but but hurt them, field, the hurt
0: them the most.
1: Gonna hurt them the most, right?
0: Yeah. Mentally, physically, emotionally,
1: spiritually. It sends them down a pattern, uh, uh kind of like a path. Mm-hmm. Uh From after dating. Mm-hmm. Females, you know, who experience that a lot of you know, went down the path of being more promiscuous, saying, well, this is maybe just what guys want. Mm. They have negative, like, connotation towards men, because, well, based on that experience, well, this is all the guys really want anyway, so Mm. I might as well do this and get the best out of the situation for me, you know, as Mm. a lot of them end up in the other side of it, the porn game, the, Mm. the... you know, you name it prostitution, the strip club, the, and not to say everybody in that yeah. environment has experience. Because I
0: know some good women and I know some good strippers. Yeah.
1: That. But that's right. Like, yeah. some they good didn't people. They did experience that, but a lot of them go down the path of just being right. uh, super sexual, uh, promiscuous, you know, all of that. Well Based on that experience, a lot of them tend to not have good experiences with their dad because... Mm. That gets back to what you were saying, like being a protector, because somewhere down the line, they're going to be like, that dude who was supposed to protect me didn't. Mm. The man who brought you in the world didn't protect you. Mm. How you going to come along and be the nice guy? you he's like, no, I'm good. I'm solid. No, you're not. No, you know. Pops wasn't solid. Mm. He dropped the ball on me.
2: Yeesh. All right. So. It creates an emotional detachment. Yeah. Emotional Something detachment. that's supposed to be Emotional for most women, they detach themselves, detach mm-hmm. the emotion from the action, mm-hmm. and so now it it justifies the behavior.
0: Wow, and I'm glad you know this is funny. Neither one of you have children, but you both are coaches, and I love this conversation because now I get to learn more from yeah. you both. And let let me let me switch gears right now because that that was deep. That really was. I'm thoroughly impressed. However. um what are some things that, being that you both had dads in your lives and you're not fathers yet, what are what, is, what are some things that your fathers taught you? What are the most important things that your fathers taught you? Um,
2: my, my dad um, would always harp on being, and it's, it's ironic that I'm a coach, but... Um, I remember he, would, he told me when I was young, you know, he said, son, if you can't accept constructive criticism, you're gonna have a difficult time surviving in the world. Because everywhere you go, whether you whether you're an employee, you're an employer, you 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 have you're going customers, to you're gonna you're gonna get some some level of criticism, constructive or not. And, you know, you need to be able to take that information, use what you can, and toss what you can A lot, of, mm-hmm. 95% of it may be BS, but it may be 5% or 2% or 1% of that, what was said, that you can sift through and use. Um, and, you know, I know when I, as a kid, I was really emotional. So anytime Same. anyone told me anything or you know, yeah. my dad would get on me, you know, because he was real hard on me, I would start crying. hmm and uh, and he said, "Son, he's like, dude, I'm. It's my job to to teach you." Mm-hmm. He said, "I'm teaching you, yeah. teaching you right from wrong. I'm teaching you how to be and how to become a man, you know. And you know, at nine and ten years old, I'm thinking my dad is mean. Mm-hmm. But you know, at thirty seven, now yeah. now I have to do the same to the young, the same thing to the young men that I coach." at the end of the day teach them or help their parents teach them how to become men and inherently a coach all is it provides constructive criticism and a good coach love love in that constructive criticism if that makes any sense yeah, of course. you know what I'm saying because that's what because because that's constructive criticism comes from a place of love
0: hmm. so how, did he teach you how to filter it does that make sense? Like, how does, how do you then filter it? Like, if, if people, like, how do you discern a hater from
2: someone giving you game? I think that comes with experience. I think that just comes Clear. With, Clear. With, with, you know, looking at the situation at hand and being able sometimes to pull yourself out of it and rec- recognize really what's, at, what's behind it. You know, um, because like I said, if if someone's coming from a place of love, where where they where their ultimate goal in in providing you with with constructive criticism or, or whatever it is, is is to help you grow, hmm. then you should be able to know you would be able to know that whether you in your feelings or not, you know what I'm saying? Like if if, mm, if yes and no. <laughs> well, why you say? What do you say? Well, only because one, I, like you said, I'm very emotional,
0: so. To me, constructive consider uh, constructive criticism. Growing up, to me, it used to always sound like, "Hey, I'm like,
2: are you hating me or are you hate wait hating me or hating on me? Both, both. But if it's coming from if it's coming I, from I a teacher know. or if it's coming from a coach or or if it's coming from a parent, see, I I, I see what you're saying. It's now. not it's not necessarily. I'm not talking about something that's coming from a from a, 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 a acquaintance or an acquaintance or yeah, a classmate. Yeah. I'm talking about something that's coming from somebody who's but in a what position. What if it's that. a
0: quote unquote friend? You know what I mean? Because sometimes we as students, you know, like my daughter right now, right? She's 12. She has several classmates, yeah. right? But how does she discern who's a friend, acquaintance, and classmate? So you may think this person is a friend of yours, but fifteen years down the line, this motherfucker might
2: be a hair. Well, but but yeah, I mean you know, but as as relationships evolve and, and, and time passes, you just tend to grow, you begin to see things that cause you to grow apart from those people who you were might have been attached to in your early years. Fair. You know, I mean, so, I don't, I don't have the same so, group of friends, but, but I will all. tell you this. But I will tell you this: the friends that I do have are honest with me, right? And and whether and and whether I agree with them in the moment or not, you know, when I sit back and reflect on what was said, so you do reflect. Oh, you have to. Okay. So you so you let
0: those words replay in your mind, and you say, "What really is here to help me?" As opposed to. So you don't really, oh, so my thing is, and let me just do this, and this is my probably my problem. Um, I I take shit, like, if you, t- if, if you say something to me right now, I'm going to digest it right now. I haven't learned, and I'm just now learning to take something, set it aside, and then think and reflect on it later. I do it
2: right in the moment. You get what I'm saying, but that, but that, that's that. And 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 this is something that I I learned from my dad. He he never was one to like. You can see when he was frustrated and when he was angry. See a lot of it. I'm learning that because I have that in my life. And he and he would, you know, I mean, and my dad probably spanked me two times. Really? Yeah, I'm gonna tell you. And one of the one of the reasons why he spanked me was because. I kept leaving my towel. When I was a little kid, I would take a bath and then I would throw my towel in the sink, <laughs> right? <laughs> and and that was that was like, something, uh, yeah, I just throw it in the sink. And so my dad would, it would piss him off, right? Yeah, and so he was like, son, get your towel off the sink, get your towel off the He would kept kept telling me, get your towel off the sink. Wouldn't and listen. I wouldn't listen, right? Yeah. So one time I left my towel in the sink and he came in there and whooped my ass. Yeah. He said, he took me to the bathroom. This was the man, at my, after this, he ain't had, never had to whoop me again. Man, and he took me in the bathroom and he said, how many times have I told you to take your, your towel times? out this damn sink? Yeah. And so he proceeded to whoop my ass. Yeah. And and at, at that and, and he and he hit me with an old and my dad's from 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 L A. but he hit me with an old Southern phrase. He said, "I told you, fat meat is greasy.
0: Ooh. Fat meat is greasy,
2: man. So, so so you know, but but <laughs> thank at, you for that. But at the end of the day, Fat meat is greasy, baby. But at the end of the day, it was it was something that that came from you know it it was it wasn't a reactionary no. act. No. He told you. he he was reacting, he was reacting to my unwillingness to do what he asked me to do. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yep. multiple times, you know? Right, right. And so he was he was one that would sit back and he would look at the whole scenario and he would think about it, and then he would react, which is kind of how I am. And kind of how you have to be like as a head coach. I can't fly off the handle mm-hmm. when I'm dealing with a parent. You when can. I'm dealing with a kid, I can, but can, it, but I'm gonna shit. wind up, but I'm gonna wind up on YouTube. Right? You can. You just should. <laughs> I'm gonna wind up on YouTube. You know what I'm saying? So I have to, I have to sit back and I gotta think and be very calculated in how I move. Mm-hmm. You know. And the only way that you can do that is whether it's after a phone conversation that you didn't want to have. I had one last night. Piss me off. Mm-hmm. You know. And and um, but but I have to sit back and say okay let me let me approach this from a different perspective yes you know and and you know this this parent had a whole bunch of opinions mm-hmm. and, and you had to sit and, and I got to listen list. to it and and, and now now maybe maybe out of the hour that I had this conversation with this parent mm-hmm. it may be thirty seconds or something that I could probably take and say damn you know what maybe they were right but the rest oh, of it was bro. bullshit yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I do. But, but I I have to make a choice on how I was gonna respond to it. Mm-hmm. To that, to that because from their from mm-hmm. their position, and I'm gonna tell you that here's the difference. Mm-hmm. From her perspective, her constructive criticism was coming from a place of love, but not love for me. Love well, for her child. Love for her child. So she's protecting. You she see what I'm saying? Mode, yes. So sometimes, sometimes that it's still coming from a place of love, though. Right. But just not with you. So, but 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 my but but my experience in that is now I know how how to deal. Mm-hmm. So now I know how how I need to operate in dealing with her,
0: mm-hmm. her
2: husband, and her son. Sheesh! You know what I'm saying? And I, you know. So that that's that's what my dad taught me. Man. You know. And man. unfortunately, he's not around to see me be a head coach. Course, you man. know. That's the that's the that's the part that makes me the most sad. But. I'm appreciative of all the lessons that he taught me, and I cannot thank your dad enough for being who
0: he was and teaching me the lessons as well. Because part of the reason is who I am is because of your dad. You know what I mean? He showed me a lot, gave me a lot. So you know, he, he's an amazing man, bro, she and done. he raised an amazing person. And you know what? His legacy is gonna live on forever, and I'm I'm grateful for it.
1: I really am for the experience. You're part of someone you know, being a dad, is not just, you know, just listening outside looking in. You know, your dad raised you and gave you all the tools, but he didn't just keep it exclusive to you. Mm-hmm. He saw that you got male friends, and so that's the real game. I'm gonna yeah. pass this game. Yeah, he coached him. Yeah, he coached him. Talk, you know, if I see one of these other dudes out of pocket or heading down a, a road that ain't going to work for us. Hey, hey, little bro. And trick bag. Hey, come here, hey, boy. Hey, let me come talk to you, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and mm-hmm. that was more of the culture. Yeah. You know, I'm 43 next, you know, next week, basically. 37. Hey. So we in the same little bubble yeah. five years. You yeah. know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was more of the culture then. Yeah. Fathers raised, not just they son. It was a village. They raised... The grandson, the, baby. the cousin, the nephew, the homeboy, the neighbor next mm-hmm. door, your mm-hmm. homies down here, if you got some teammates. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Somebody getting dropping off a gang of dudes. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And look, man, don't do this, man. You good at this. You can go far with this sport, you know. So they raise more just yeah. everybody. Absolutely. Right now you we got trouble struggle with, with cats just to even raise their own kids.
0: Man. Love you bro We're man Yeah I wish we could finish this but we, we, we gonna revisit this oh, man so. Love you man really Pleasure meeting you man. Thank you so much for right, time, right, man for no your time man Take doubt. care and I'll holler at you sooner than soon. later Yeah yeah, yeah. Um, So let's finish this So dad taught you what are, what are some of the best things That you think that He gave you
1: I'm going to have to piggyback on one of the things that he said, which was a constructive criticism, uh-huh. because me and the person I am, I don't like to hear nothing from nobody. Me either, bro. I tend, to, I tend to challenge, you know what I'm saying? I always got a question of well, why. Yeah. Well, why is this? Well, why does to do that? And it's not coming from a place really of trying to be defiant, I need to learn, I'm trying to understand, you know, okay. a lot of times, you know, kind of pops will tell you some stuff, and uh, he ain't going to give you no explanation, it's okay. just, this is what I need you to do. Okay. So the constructive criticism was, was one big thing, and then the other thing was like work ethic. Yeah, um, That's what I'm learning. A lot of people say being, he's "Work working. Because I didn't a, have a dad in my a, life. So. being a provider, you know. Yeah. He explained it. You think I like getting up at 4.30 in the morning? No, I don't. Okay. But if I don't do this, you when you turn that little switch on for the lights that you think is just nothing, it ain't going to work. It ain't going to work. And you going to go in that fridge and it's going to be nothing in there for, you know, to, to so eat. He, so he was verbal. Like, he explained it to you. But he and also later on, once did. he saw like the type of kid that I was, uh-huh. uh, that I needed more of that explanation, uh-huh. a lot of the parents, fathers at that time, they kind of old school, they don't really want to explain too much. It's just like, I told you to do this. Just do it. Don't ask me no questions, boy. Just do what I told you to do. That only worked up to a certain age for me. Then after a while, I needed to know a little bit more. uh uh-huh. Um, the constructive criticism, or he was it if you
0: was just out there fucking around. Like, no, I <laughs> was, I was I, <laughs> was,
1: I was mischievous. I mean, yeah, I, I mean, think, we I all think we're parents, parents, yeah, parents see things in their kids, and they know, like, okay, he needs to learn this. This is certain tools that he needs. Yeah, um, yeah. yeah, I think really the uh, back size. constructive criticism came from the position of me having a little bit of a temper. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So learning how to control my emotions and not feeling like it's it's personal. And he would give me examples. Mm-hmm. You see your friend right here? Mm-hmm. And it's sad to say, you know, I got a boy that's doing basically like all day. Mm-hmm. And we come up Dick as thieves. I mean, we all know that. Yeah. But he said, you going to see, and I ain't trying to quote no boys in the hood, you going to see how your little homeboys turn out Damn. if they on this and same he, path. And he called it, didn't he? And he called it. He called it. <laughs> he called it. He was like this motherfucker. This is why I'm telling you. He said, I'm not gonna keep you from hanging out with this person, this and that. Really? I wanna shut said, it down. He said he, 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 he said, said I'm not going to. Yeah, I'm said, but you If you to. get yourself in a trick bag, I'm not doing bail. Wow. That's good game. Ain't putting no house up. I ain't finna stretch my your mouth. You're gonna have to learn and work wow. with this. He said now if you get yourself in a situation that you didn't bring upon yourself. Yeah, then I got you. But if you put yourself in that when you knew better, and you ignored what was said, but he could see it. He could see it already coming. He said, "You know, they fathers. Some of them either don't have fathers, or their fathers not telling them certain Uh things. This is my job to tell you this. Uh You know, but you got to still learn how to not get upset. Everybody, every time somebody telling you something." You can't handle constructive criticism. Hmm. Later on, that became something I was able to make my strong yeah. one of my strong I characteristics. Filter that, like, filter that, yeah. and I begin to compartmentalize things. There you go. Um, game. I think the things that we thought was game was coming from the streets and all that. Uh huh. But you know, whether it's our fathers. And I had kind of like a village, too. You know, I had people around me at church. Uh, had, what about uncles? I had uncles. Okay. Um, my I had aun- older my uncles raised me. I had an older brother, you know what I'm saying? But we're two different type of people. Here. Um And it was some other men around that kind of mirrored some of the same principles that my dad displayed as a man as far as you got to learn how to have a good work ethic. you got to be able to take care of your family. you got to know what it's like to be a provider. A lot of things was examples you just saw. If you saw the man get up at 4.30 in the morning, you know he ain't trying to, he even told you, I don't want to get up and go do this. Mm-hmm. So now you have him tell you he don't want to get up and go do this. I don't want to work this second job, but what am I have to do? You need this equipment for this activity, so I'm going to get it. I'm going to get it. You know, and one. Yeah. it didn't show you how to go to the streets and go do it. He said, "I'm, you know, taught me a lesson how the right. prison system worked right. early on. Right. Gave me a book about it. Wow. Okay. Ended up writing papers on it. Teachers were like, how'd you learn this? My pops, he gave me a book. Don't be a slave to their system. Let's go. Um, I need that book. T- text me that. In the belly of the beast.
0: Okay. I've heard I got,
1: about that, but I've never read it. I got a, I got a, you know, it's eye opening to read that book between twelve and fourteen. I've heard about that book, but I've never read it. That was my first. He said, "You know, when you read this, you want to see what it's like." Yeah. You know, um, wow. those things will carry you, man. Like, if you learn how to take constructive criticism, you can go into a lot of environments um, and be able to you can strive. If you have a good work ethic, yes. I mean, you're going to go get it by any means. Yes. Hopefully it's legal. Um, yeah, fair, fair <laughs> indeed. Yeah. Some people, you know, some people, people you make a choice. Right. Um, being a provider, you know, sometimes you see some, some, with all of that good, you still saw some emotional detachments at times. Like, mm-hmm. You know, I don't think we grew up with don't be too soft, boy. You know what I'm saying? You got to be strong. Yes, yes, yes Stop yes. crying so much. Real men, real men don't cry. Real men don't cry. Yeah. yeah. And I think they were trying to make sure we didn't come off out here mm-hmm. to where, if mm-hmm. we soft- deal with a situation, mm-hmm. we just have a meltdown. You know? Right. Where in hindsight, real men do cry, mm-hmm. but they mm-hmm. could mm-hmm. raise mm-hmm. no boy to be a young man, Correct. a black boy to be a black man in this society. Out here crying at the drop of a hat right. with every situation that you encounter. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You yes, ever I see did. like a kid that be crying I mean, for every enough. little thing? They just be crying yeah. for nothing. Why are you crying? You hurt? No. Well, why are you crying? Right. Well, you don't. They didn't want to raise teenagers yeah. and boys to go out here and right. be that guy that's gonna cry just about to everything, right. by just because. Yes. So there were some things I was missing in that aspect of what's well, okay to cry, you know, if this happens or if this happens, man. Uh, you know. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. Trust me. Mm-hmm. See so and didn't hurt at all, man. Thoroughly impressed by this conversation,
0: man. And we're going to revisit this one day. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and summarize it and leave it at this, man. But thank you for your time. Oh, thank you sure, for your, man, your wisdom. Thank you for your uh, experience, you know. And I'm going to revisit this one day and talk to my daughter about it. And, you know, just impart wisdom with yeah. us all. So um, I just want to thank you all for your time and listening. This is the Dad DadCast. Um, this has been a, uh, an amazing conversation because nine times out of ten, The men that I interview have had their dads in their life, and I didn't. But these two men didn't have children. So it's beautiful and brilliant to witness men guiding other young men into this world and then taking their time to know that they weren't ready or weren't. Prepared to guide other their children into this world until they were ready. So they're taking their time to create positive lives and positive interactions on a whole nother level. So once again, it's the Dadcast. Thank you guys for listening. Um, please check me out or leave a comment. Uh, you can email me at the Mark of Genius. That's M A R C at gmail.com love you all for checking me out and thank you be great yeah, fine, man.